0: Hi and welcome to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie.
1: We're back after a small hiatus yeah, due I've... to busy holiday schedules.
0: Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while and I, I felt like we hadn't done a podcast in a really long time.
1: Yeah, and uh, this is a very exciting day in the Two Sober Chicks studio because we officially are recording with two microphones. Yes! Woo! It was a lot of frustration, but thanks to YouTube
0: and some guy with a really cool Irish accent, GarageBand, who told us how to hook up two microphones, we are both, we're sitting across the room from each other now, whereas before we had to sit next to each other on the floor and lean in and out. Four inches apart. For the same microphone.
1: Yes. This is a
0: very exciting time for us. Yeah so our topic today we're going to reach into the topic jar and pull out a topic um at this point again we'd like to remind you that uh, we do take topics from people who um email us mm-hmm. to sober at gmail.com message us on facebook at the number two sober chicks um and soundcloud and soundcloud two yeah sober chicks itunes you can download our podcast there download them on soundcloud and uh, I want to say hi to, was it Botswana?
1: We ha- are so happy and give a huge shout out to our Southern African listeners. Yes, we did. Botswana. Botswana. How cool is that? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just so excited.
0: Every time I see somebody check in on
1: Facebook from a
0: different, at first it was a different city, now it's a different continent. Yeah. It's amazing. Super cool. Yeah, very excited.
1: All right. Okay. I'm going to take a topic out of our jar. Weirdest thing to happen at a meeting. (laughs) I know which one it is for me.
0: (laughs) All right, you go first. I got to think about this. There's so many to choose from. No, just kidding.
1: I love it. I love weirdness at a meeting. It just makes everything so much more interesting (laughs) and exciting. So I guess we should qualify. These are, we're talking about um, 12
0: step recovery meetings. Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Yeah.
1: And because they're anonymous, we're not going to mention any names. No. I have seen a proposal happen at the podium at someone's medallion. Awkward. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. And I was the librarian at the time at this group. So I was sitting in the back of the room. So it was awesome because I got to see the reaction like ripples, move like waves across the room. And it was just, it still to this day takes the cake for me for weirdest thing ever to happen at a meeting. Yeah, that is pretty weird. Yep. Uh... I don't think I can... uh, Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. We were at this meeting together. Oh, all right. And one of our friends was speaking. Okay. And somebody had um, what I think was a... I don't even know if this is appropriate. An alcoholic psychotic break in the stairwell. Do you remember? And as our friend was speaking from the stairwell, all you heard was... Ah, like someone was just screaming bloody murder no I do
0: not I must have blocked it and
1: our poor friend was just like it was the first time she'd spoke at this group and she was just like she didn't know what to do she was at the podium and everybody's looking around going what in the world is happening and she was very good and she paused for a second and she said um is that person okay like should I stop and someone from the back of the room was like keep going so she just kept going But I thought, how's that for being so nervous and speaking and like six minutes in, someone screaming their head off yeah. in the stairwell. Yeah.
0: I've heard hecklers. I've seen hecklers. At what? A, at a meeting. Yeah. Which is totally not appropriate. No. And it's not normal. Um, but I have seen a heckler who would, uh, if they did not like what you were saying at the podium, they would heckle you, um, tell you you were stupid, and then <gasps> get up and leave. So, but you know... And that is horrifying, especially if you're new. But if you've been around a while, you just go, wow, that person's really not well. Yeah. You know, you can look at it differently and, and take it um, with a grain of salt, I guess. Not that it's okay. Not that you accept that behavior. And then, uh, you know, some old timers will go up and say, that's not appropriate. Hmm. You can leave if you don't like what's being said. But you can't heckle people from the podium. So, yeah, that's a, I can't really think... Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything that, without maybe breaking someone's anonymity. So mm-hmm. like the weirdest thing that I can think of that's ever happened was uh, something that was so inappropriate and I just can't, I can't say it.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. okay. What else? Let's do, Let's another, do one. another one. Let's do another one. was This short. is our first dual topic podcast. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Uh-oh. For people that don't know slogans what are they and why are they at meetings oh
0: wow amazing yeah I wonder I don't know the history behind it we should look this up
1: I don't know how slogans
0: began do you know how they began I have no idea incorporated no idea right so slogans are usually on little placards um, little cards sometimes eight by ten sometimes bigger sometimes large pieces of wood uh, and they're usually at the front of a meeting and they're just little inspirational um, slogans and especially when you're new, sometimes it's hard to get your head around all 12 steps. So it might be the only thing you can retain is a slogan or mm-hmm. something that will help get you through the moment. Or you have a sponsor that repeats the same slogan over and over and over again to you because maybe that's all that you can focus on yeah. right now.
1: And there's all kinds there. Yeah. My favorite was at my very first meeting, right at the door, I mm-hmm. saw the slogan, You are no longer alone. And that to this day remains my favorite because that hit me where it hurt because I was, I was very isolated and alone when I came into AA Mm -hmm. and there's let go and let God, first things first, think, 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 uh, keep it simple. Yeah. What else is there? Oh, but for the grace of
0: God. So good. Um, keep coming back. Perfect. And then oftentimes we just say stay. Yeah. You know, um, have we done them all you are no longer alone let go and let god is my favorite one um
1: you said keep it simple yeah Yeah. those i don't agree with the concept that there are many steps no Um, maybe that's an enlightened way of thinking but i don't believe but there are similarities like step three can be let go and let god sure right okay so i can see that there's a bridge between them Um, but they have burned their way into my brain and they are at my fingertips whenever something goes wrong. Like let go and let God is one that pops in all the time. And I love that we have to see them. And I love that at every meeting someone interprets them from their perspective or their point of view. Because you always learn something different or have a, a different way to look at it. Yeah. I love it when I have an aha moment when
0: someone else interprets a slogan in a completely different way than I've ever thought of it before. Yeah. And it's like this enlightening, enlightening moment. Um, let go and let God for me was so powerful because at first it meant nothing. It was the most frustrating saying you could possibly utter to me on the planet because, um, the God I did believe in had done nothing for me. I felt, Mm -hmm. um, had let me down and failed me. So when you said that to me, I thought it was kind of insulting and rude and very unhelpful. (laughs) Um, and then over time, you know, as I worked on the steps, then the slogan became more important mm-hmm. because more was revealed as I did the work. It's like, oh, that's what he meant when he said, you know, let go and let God. Another one that's not on the board is um, some people are sicker than others. That's just a slogan that one of my, my sponsors used to say. Oh, Because I would go and say, you know, I thought people were supposed to, you know, go through the 12 steps and they behave better hmm. at meetings. Well, some people don't. Some people just get sober but they don't necessarily um, follow the 12 steps in all their affairs. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they're just sober. And then they still have all their character defects and they haven't worked on them. So that was his way of saying like, oh, that's the other one we forgot. Live and let live. Oh, it's one of the best. It's one of the best. He would follow it up with, so live and let live. Yeah. You, You let them live their life. Yep. And you don't need to control them, judge them, you just need to clean your side of the street. Is your side of the street clean? Then that's all you need to worry about. Yeah. So. Yeah, and let go and let God really help me get that. You're right. Really help me get that step three. Yeah. Um. Just turning it over. I've had people say to me, "Well, how do you let go? It's a good question. Right? How do you let go? Um, and for me, it's a. It can be a minute-by-minute minute practice. Mm -hmm. Because let's say I'm obsessing about a certain situation. Uh, Could be like a person, a relationship, something that's happened at work. And every time I start to think about it, I start to feel resentment. Or I want the outcome to happen in a certain way. So it's my mind is spinning out of control and I'm obsessing about it. So then I'll think of let go and let God. And uh, so I'll ask for help. I'll say, dear God, please help me not think about this Mm -hmm. right now please take this from me. Um, I can't deal with this right now. And then it might be a minute later. It might be an hour later that it comes back up and I start yep. to think about it again. And then I just ask for help again. So every time it comes up, I ask for help. Um, because sitting and obsessing about it isn't going to make it better. It's going to make it worse for me. So that's, that's kind of how I have learned to let go and let God Yeah. by asking for help. doesn't yeah. mean that I'm going to sit around being helpless, and thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to sit here and God's going to make me a millionaire and solve all my problems and my life's going to be perfect. But I need to ask for help and then focus on the things that I can control. Mm-hmm. And I usually can't control the actions
1: of other people or the outcomes based on decisions that other people are going to make. People, places, and things. Right? Let go and let God, for me, it like step three, is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him or her, or however you define God in your life, it's like a ping pong match. It's like I volley the ball back, and I'm like, you take it. And then it can be 30 seconds later that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take this for a second. (laughs) So it goes back and forth and back and forth, and typically what happens for me is that back and forth starts to make me crazy, and I start to unravel, and it gets to the point where I literally have to drop to my knees, which for me is the most sacred, humbling posture before God because it doesn't get any lower than that like I am submitting in in a very physical sense and I hit the floor and I'm like I can't do it anymore please just take this from me and it's a practice and until you learn how to let go you don't know what that feels like yeah but for me a lot of times letting go means it really hurts I have to have a serious mental emotional breakdown to have myself release it yeah
0: because our willpower is usually pretty strong my uh, sponsor used to liken it to um, imagine you're driving a car, and um, you, when you want um, God's help, you let God drive the car for you. But what happens, Lisa, is that you're sitting in the passenger seat and you keep um, backseat driving. You keep telling God how God should be doing things for you. Oh yeah, turn left here. Oh, well, let me take the wheel just a second. Oh, watch out for that bus ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm I keep you know interjecting and trying to take it back, and yeah, that's very crazy making yeah behavior i love let go and let god it has given me so much peace yes truly we'll have to do another podcast on a different slogan because we're out of time all right then thank you for listening this has been two sober chicks i'm lisa julie is right beside her and we will talk to you again soon bye